Hi, I'm Dr. Felicia Mebbin, an Executive Director at Norfolk State University. And I'm Tristan White, a current peer leader. And this is Next Up Student Success. A podcast about tips, tools, and takes for academics. Hi guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. So we finished our first week with online classes at Norfolk State. And I know there was a lot of discussion among students and faculty and staff about grading and how things were going to work. Now that we are through the first week, what have you been hearing in terms of chatter from the students? The students have been voicing their opinions and speaking up for themselves a lot on social media, but it's been kind of hard for SGA and faculty members and people that work at the school because I think that students are bringing all these new problems that no one ever even thought of until people are bringing it up. So it's been kind of stressful for those higher up because it seems like they just keep getting hit with something new each day. Yeah, it's been an interesting dynamic. I don't know that I would say they haven't been thought of. You know, some of the challenges are there. Um, Maybe they're revealed in a different way because of the circumstance, or maybe the students think about them in a different way. But I did see online where a student said, you know, people have been fussing at the students because the students have been raising their voices, and but they shouldn't do that because without raising the voices, the policies and things wouldn't happen. Do you agree with that? I saw that too. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. Another person that I saw online said that it may seem like NSU students have just been complaining, but Mm -hmm. really they're just trying to change the dynamic of the school for if this happens again or if the outbreak continues longer for like the freshmen that are coming in the fall. So they were saying the raising of the voices is just to benefit those in the future. As someone who's on the administration side, I hope students do realize that we are thinking seriously and in advance about a lot of these issues. I recognize that they don't get resolved as quickly as students would like sometimes, and this is a unique situation. It's not something that the country has ever dealt with in this way, so it probably seems like things aren't moving fast or decisions aren't being made, but they are. So people are really working hard. So I I mean, I appreciate student feedback. That's not an issue at all. And I think students should keep doing it. I guess one of the challenges faculty and staff might have, though, is that when you put it on Twitter and Instagram, it's so public. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that's been happening throughout all the colleges in the U.S., honestly. And I think maybe if there was something set up for students to just be able to talk to faculty or the administration like one-on-one without public eye, that would be good. Students are kind of exposing colleges for certain things. Like I know VCU, they never emailed their students to come get their things. So they were just moving their students' things out without helping the students. Someone videotaped it and it went viral on social media and VCU students were like going crazy on Twitter about it because people were like seeing their things being moved out because VCU is using one of their halls as a quarantine building for helping with coronavirus, but they didn't notify their students beforehand. 
And I feel like things like that can give a, a university a bad reputation. Everyone can improve on how these things go. I guess it's interesting, though, to think about. I hope, I would hope that all students and all faculty and staff could talk like we're talking, you know, sort of have some faith and trust in each other so that even though we're complaining and we're talking about things we wish were different and all of that, we can still recognize that we're family and we're all trying to do the best that we can to help the students. NSU has done good with responding to the things that have been concerning students. Like they've given us a date that they're going to let us know if we're getting a refund for housing back. Um, they've told us that they're looking at alternate grading policies. Like they've addressed each of the concerns so far. So I will say that NSU's done a good job with responding back to what the mass is concerned about. Okay, so let's do tips, tools, and cakes for being intentional. I know that people are doing a lot of online shopping, just for money. I know that I have been. People are not reaching out. People are just doing their work when they want to. Deadlines are passing. We're online now. So let's do tips, tools, and cakes for being intentional during the time of corona. Okay, that sounds really good. I think I'm going to have to think about this for a second. Okay, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's a tip to be intentional. Listen to a podcast every day or just do something every day that is perhaps not what you normally do because it will help to kickstart your schedule, but it also will remind you that this is an unusual you know, situation. So in other words, if I get up in the morning and the first thing I do is listen to Next Up Student Success, it will remind me of the thing, you know, some of the things that I need to be focusing on. It can connect me to Norfolk State University and it can be a good way to start the day. So being intentional by scheduling something very specific that you do first thing in the morning. Okay, so establishing routine, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, a tip I would recommend for being intentional Get a calendar, get an agenda, write down things that you want to do each day, goals for the day, because if you don't, you're just going to lay in bed all day and not do anything. But if you have specific goals that you want to set for yourself, then you'll know, oh, wow, I was actually productive today because I did all the things that I wanted to do. So setting up something each day that you want to accomplish so that you're not wasting your time during the time where it may seem like it's all about leisure. Mm -hmm. And specifically writing it down, right? Yes. To help hold yourself accountable. Right. So here's another tip as well. You could also have an accountability buddy. Okay. So find someone who you can talk to every other day, every day, once a week and say, hey, how'd that schedule go? You know, did you, did you listen to the podcast every day? Did you... You know, how well did you do against your to-do list? So, and it doesn't have to take long. You don't have to talk for an hour, but it's just someone you check in with on a regular basis so that, because there's research out there that shows when you're trying to lose weight or do something like that, it helps to have someone who's helping you to keep track, for some people anyway. That was a really good tip, Dr. Mabin. Thank you. Okay, so a big tool that I'm going to push right now is an alarm clock. 
We all have cell phones or computers, laptops. We all have some type of electronic that sets timers. If you set different timers throughout the day, that'll say, oh, remind you to drink some water. A lot of people aren't doing things that you would do on an everyday basis that keep you healthy. A lot of people are just sitting in their house, eating junk food, not getting their daily amount of water, not stepping out on their porch just to get some sunlight, some vitamins. So if you set little reminders throughout the day with the timer for you to do things, that would be a tool that I would recommend. I like that one. I don't have to get up and walk down the hall. So I'm not, so my back is a little tighter you know, and everything. You can do that as well to remind yourself to move around. Even if you're working at your laptop or working at your computer for hours on end, those kind of reminders are very helpful. So I like that. Thank you. Do you have any tools that you would recommend? No, I'm just going to go with that one, actually. I like that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then your take on your intentionality during Corona thus far. I think it's something that I'm, I have been really thinking about in terms of this is an opportunity maybe to reset and think about some other creative things I want to do, um, whether it's at work or on my own time. So even though this situation is very challenging and very serious, you know, because people are dying, it's very serious, it could be an opportunity to step back and say, hey, it's disruptive in and of itself. So you can take advantage of that disruption to really think maybe differently about some of your goals and some of the things you want to get done in the next six months or the next year, or even, you know, as you're, as you're considering what you want to do when you graduate, you have had a strategy to do that. Maybe you want to fine tune that or think about that. And the pressure is not on because your schedule's changed and so you might even be able to be more creative with it or to think about some things that you hadn't thought about before. So I think um, that's my take is to take advantage of this disruption and use it in as positive way as you can. My take on my intentionality thus far, I think that I've taken my work serious because I always am about getting a good GPA, but I think I've procrastinated a lot more than usual. I know that I'm going to get the work done, but being home, I'll set an alarm for three hours before it's due to start doing it to make sure I get it done, but I haven't been intentional about like actually working on it the minute I get assigned it with online classes. And I also think that's because I've been getting assigned stuff the day of, and then I'm like, oh, it's due at midnight. Okay, I'll start working on it at eight. <laughs> so I think I need to take it as serious as I would if I was on campus taking classes. Mm -hmm. So my take would be living in the moment, even though it seems like time has frozen. Yeah, that, ooh, I like that. That's really good, the way you said oh, that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, because it's true, you're in your house a lot, and you're thinking, oh, you know, you don't have the triggers that help you to see that things are progressing. This is the next class, and the next class, it looks the same, it's on the computer, you know, so, so that, yeah, frozen in time, that's an interesting concept to think about, and then how to be intentional to not have that 
distract you and drag you down and, and slow you down too much. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. But I think all the things that we said in a way connect together. So yes, I agree. That, that word intentional is, is a, a very good one. It's like, how do you, what, what's your ideal situation here? What would make you the most productive, the most, you want to think about that and then make it, make the plans concrete and then do it. <laughs> so right. once Corona's over, when you look back at this weird time, do you want to be proud of yourself or what do you want to think about when you're reminded of this time of Corona? That'll be the perfect ending to the whole segment.